Hey, welcome to the Stephanie Stevens Show, where I help you discover the power of communication and the keys that unlock the doors to freedom in every area of your life. Well, hello, my dear sweet friend. Thank you so much for listening to the Stephanie Stevens Show podcast. I am grateful for you. Have you found three things to be grateful for today? Okay, you know what we're going to do. We're going to just start our day that way together then. What's that first thing that you can find right now? As you look around your environment, the room you're in, the automobile you're driving in, the mode of transportation you're riding in, just take a glance around. What is something that you can grab and pull onto the inside of you that you can be so grateful for? Very good. Now expand that feeling of gratitude. Expand that, expand that, expand. Let it go from the top of your head to the bottoms of your feet. And let that wave go back up from the bottom to the top. And now let that expand even further out beyond you so that it touches the next person you see, wherever that person may be. All right, what's the second thing you can find? Maybe this one is internal. Maybe you're closing your eyes right now and maybe you're going within and you are finding that thing within you or within someone or something that you've interfaced with that you appreciate and value and can really bless and honor that and find something truly grateful in that thing or in that circumstance or in that person. Something truly to be grateful for. Okay, great. Now, how about the third? By now, it should come quickly and very easily. What's something else that you can just glance at, notice, feel, see, hear, smell, taste, and appreciate that you can really stand in a place of gratitude for today. Maybe it's the ears to hear this podcast. Maybe it's the device that is playing the podcast for you. Maybe it's the destination you are on your way to, someone or something that you just left better than you met it. Awesome. Doesn't that feel good? It's great to practice that every day. Okay, I am launching us into a four-part series. You're going to love the title. It's How to Start a Business the Hard Way. Now, this is for those of you who are looking to start a project or a business or something that is brand new to you that you want to start and build and scale it to success. I am going to tell you how to do it the hard way. (laughs) This is going to be rather tongue in cheek. I'm always going to give you a remedy to the difficulty or how to jump the hurdle of the challenge, but you need to know that when I started the business that I currently own and my business partner and I entered into this venture together, we literally did it the hard way. We did it in a way that was a little bit unexpected and for a reason, it was a really good reason, but the timing is probably not the timing we would have selected had we been given many options, okay? So first things first, my first of the series today is how to start a business the hard way. Part one, tan-tan-tan, ready? Do not know a thing about the genre or the arena you are stepping into. That is tip number one. Don't know anything about what you're about to embark on. Here's what I mean. When my business partner and I started our business, we were both doing different things at the time. She was exiting one organization 
And I was working in radio and I was traveling and I was wrapping up uh, a title position in one arena and was just looking to kind of expand in my radio work. What happened was a need arose, a very immediate need arose for her son and for mine, who are both young men on the autism spectrum. And so as we comprehended that the thing that we thought we were going to do, the place that we thought we were going to have our boys was not actually going to provide any services or program for adults. They were going to be finished with services at the age of 21, and they were not going to move beyond, which we thought, previously we thought they were. We, we had plans to just have our boys there into perpetuity. When we discovered that that was not going to happen, it was a bit of a jolt. I mean, we both had plans, and this was really the place that we were going to see our sons long-term in terms of just their you know day-to-day lives. Of course, my son lives with me, her son lives with her, but we thought in our mind's eye, the future held us with our kids at this specific place and that we would just continue on helping to make that place a better place, helping to expand the services, helping to improve the quality, just doing all of those things that we had been doing up to this point. When we got the jolt that that was no longer gonna happen and that that adult program was not actually gonna get off the ground and launch, we talked and I'll never forget the conversation. And we kind of joked about, yeah, but I have plans to do this. And she said, yeah, but I was going to go do this. And we kind of laughed and agreed. We know what we must do. Suddenly we were at a crossroads. We could either just kind of hang out and see what was out there and do the best, or we could create something for our boys that we knew was going to be absolutely dynamic and something that they were going to really need and value. And not only them, but their friends, their friends and the people, the young men and women that they had really spent years with and kind of grown up with, they were also going to need an adult program for young adults with autism and related conditions as well. Because we thought, you know, hey, all of this group of kids is really going to be kind of pushed out into the world, so to speak, with really no wonderful, viable options. So the first thing we did was we went around and we toured the potential options. We very quickly agreed it was a cold, hard no. Actually, for me, it was more like a hell to the no. When I went and toured the different things that were available, none of them were going to be a viable option for my son, for me and for my son. I just didn't feel comfortable putting him in those types of situations or programs. I wanted him out and about in the community. I wanted something that was built on a foundation of fun and friends and respect and really keeping these kids, these young, brilliant, amazing, beautiful young men and women out and about and active so that they could continue to grow and learn, but that also so that the communities could benefit from everything that they bring to the table, from their own sense of humor and their own incredible work ethic and their own brilliance and beauty and everything that they are as young men and women with special needs. And so we really thought that was important. Here's the catch, friend. Here's the catch. I didn't even know the source of funding for this type of thing. I didn't even have a source of services funding for my adult son yet. I had never pursued it. I remember over the course of the years, people would say, well, does your son have a waiver? Do you have a waiver, waiver, waiver? This word waiver was thrown around. 
And I kept saying, no, I, I don't. I don't want to, you, I don't want to get involved in that. I don't know what it is. It's all government stuff. It's scary. I don't want any part of it. And so we just kind of did our own thing. But I quickly realized that services for adults were funded in a very specific way. So I am telling you, I had to take a crash course in waiver 101 and everything as it related to this source of funding and the Department of Human Services, which is responsible for this, these streams of fundings for, for young adults and even elderly, those who have special needs, those who are considered developmentally disabled, those who are considered elderly and who need care. All of it is umbrellaed under this long-term care services branch, okay? But I didn't know a thing about it, literally nothing. I remember when a, one of my son's case managers came and visited us one time for the services we did have when he was younger. She had mentioned it, and she was trying to explain it, and there's so many steps. Like All of these things that are related to government programs they're so intertwined. It's like a big spider web that you have to kind of peel apart and pick apart, and it's very complicated. And so I just stayed away from it. Nonetheless, I had to dive in head first and learn everything I could possibly learn about adult services for individuals with special needs, about how it worked on the county level, on the state level, on the federal level. I mean, it would, there was so much to learn. It was drinking out of the fire hose. But here's what I want you to know. There's a way to do it. There's always a way to do it. If you have a passion, if you have skin in the game, if you have a why, and your why will probably have a face and a name, and they will live on the inside of your heart. If you have a passion and a why, you can do this. You must do this. You will step in not knowing, committed to learning any and everything you need to know to start the ball rolling in the right direction. I was still taking shifts at the radio station. I kid you not, every time I would finish my talk segment and go into music, I would jump right back on that website. Well, I kept the website up in the background and I would be reading and reading and drinking in the information. And I started taking these little module classes that were free just through the Department of Human Services at the time. I started just drinking this information in and I started going to research. What are the first couple of steps? What's step one that I need to know? What is step two? What is step three? And in my case, in our case, it was to even procure the licensure to provide services. You need a license and you need to be credentialed in order to provide these types of healthcare services. Now, the thing that you may be interested in, that may not be required, may look completely different. But if there is something that you don't know that you need to know, you will because you must learn. And go to the people that you know are already doing it and ask for help. Ask them to point you in the right direction. Certainly be wise. Don't pose yourself or present yourself as a competitor to them. <laughs> but learn as much as you can. I remember when we were first going to venture out, we wanted to partner with another woman who was doing something similar, although not exactly what it is that we had in mind. And we met with her not once, but twice. And we asked, is it possible for us to get on the same page and to somehow partner with each other? Well, her short answer was no. 
She had some really great reasons for it. She was also doing some other care services that we were not interested in doing. So it wasn't ultimately a great fit. However, we learned a ton. We learned a ton just initiating the conversation of would it be possible to partner, right? Remember that question I posed to you a long time ago? I wonder what is possible. That's the mindset you're going to walk into with. I wonder what is possible. And learn from those who are already in the space as much as you can and then start that ball rolling. You do not need to know about the the arena or the genre you're going to step into to launch your project or business. You don't need to. Not yet. You just need to make the commitment to learn. And if you're already doing other things to pay the bills and to make ends meet and to put food on the table, great. Keep doing it. And every chance you get, every break you get, every PTO day off, every weekend that you can find two, three, four hours available to set aside, you jump in, my friend, and you start learning everything you can. If I could do it, you absolutely can do it. I did it juggling another job. I did it juggling my four kids at home. Actually, three of my kids were still at home. My oldest was already out of the home. But you can do it, and you will. And I am here to support you and encourage you the entire way. You got this. Much love to you, and I cannot wait to see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Stephanie Stevens Show. Please remember to subscribe so we can stay connected and you never miss an episode of the podcast. Oh, and if you haven't left a rating yet, please be sure to do so. It helps incredible people like you find the podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.